In this episode of the Work Talk Podcast, I talk to my cousin and friend who are both nurses. We do the podcast at one of their houses and their kids are running all around and making sound. So bear that in mind when you listen in. We talk about some of their stories, the patients they deal with, not just the happy stories, but also some of the sad stories, what it takes to be a nurse and the self-care and the just literally the hard work it takes to be one and the dedication you need to be a nurse. But we really just have fun. They busted out a bottle of wine and we really just had a casual talk. We almost forgot that we were doing a podcast, but this is what you guys could expect. Check it out. Nurses Pod Sesh right now. It's my cousin, Mary Jane and friend, Ray Jane. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Work Talk Podcast. And we're just having a good time. I'm here with my cousin, my friend, the nurses. Hello. Cheers. <laughs> so now you guys know why nurses are so happy, listeners. We're actually at <laughs> they're actually drinking I wine. Eat mostly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's our thing. They're drinking wine. I'm like, damn, that's a good idea. Staying <laughs> loose. I got some wine. more for you if you want. <laughs> yeah, push it through the webcam. Yeah. 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 So they're filming at their house and their kids are around. So in case you hear toys and like kids screaming, you know what it is. There you go, just like that. Yeah. You get a glimpse inside motherhood, too. Yeah. So tell us about your work. Here you go first. It got, it got, it got serious all of a sudden. <laughs> it got serious. <laughs> you go first. Well, think about this. <laughs> well, how I explain to Belle, who's my five-year-old daughter, is I help people who are sick. And I'm a postpartum nurse, so I tell her I teach mommies how to be mommies, basically. Nice. Yeah. I always yeah. So like eventually <laughs> when I have eventually when I have have kids, then I know I'll go to Mary Jane for some advice. Yeah. yeah. That's well, what you know I how did. to change diapers <laughs> and everything. Yeah, I got that down. I, to yeah. me, the whole thing that's kind of scary is like, how do I take care of my wife who will be pregnant? I feel like the baby okay, I'll, I'll be able to be good. That. Okay, you take care of me for that one. We'll talk offline when we're like hanging out at a party. <laughs> See, even, yeah, so I'm a home health nurse, and patients are um, are being discharged to homes, and sometimes there's, they're still not 100%, and so we're kind of that bridge to make sure that they get their medications. Um, sometimes they have antibiotics at home. Sometimes they're still on IVs, and so we kind of instruct the patients and the families to get involved with um, setting up their medication, like pill boxes, um, or even doing wound care. That's um, something you like. I love wound care. Oh, okay, so, yeah. yeah we, we do that at home. And then they follow up with their primary care. So we're kind of like the eyes and ears at the patient's home. Um, and we we report to the doctor if there's something, you know, something like a complication that we're foreseeing. Then we... Yeah. Um, then we report to the doctor. So as a new mom, like when I first had Josh, I was calling MJ a lot because my practice has nothing to do with kids. So I didn't know what the hell. <laughs> right. She's working with kids. Like, you're working with the elderly. Yeah, yeah. De dealing with yeah older people. So that was kind of nice having a friend that kind of dealt with kids and stuff. Yeah. Could you tell me a, a moment that was like really memorable for you? Whether it's working with a patient or memorable, yeah. Oh, so um, because of what I do, the nature of what I do, um, 
it can kind of get monotonous um, because before I was a nurse, I was doing caregiving. And so that kind of got me used to visiting people at their homes. So while I was doing nursing school, that was what my job was, a caregiver. And so I would watch, um, like, go to people's houses, um, help them with, like, their everyday thing, changing clothes, showering, like, right, preparing right. a meal. Um, and then now it kind of made, like, a full turn, a full circle where – now I'm actually a nurse seeing it a different level and visiting visiting them. Um, it just kind of felt, am I really making a difference? Yeah. Huh. Because then I hear like, you know, MJ's like, oh, you know, back at work, like this, this, and that, like someone coded or something. You know, it was like such a hospital setting that in in my world, it just became like I'm going to their house, visiting them, making sure they're okay. But it was almost like just visiting friends and visiting family members and teaching mm. them how to cope with it. This is like, it just, yeah, it got like a routine. And this person, um, I was supposed to do a lab draw. And I know it's one of those things that's like you don't want them to have a complication. But in this situation, it kind of made me remember why I became a nurse. This person was doing okay. He spiked up a fever, but his eyes rolled back of oh, his head. Oh, shoot. Yeah, see, that's why I can't be a nurse. I'm like, I'm too scared, man. I'm like, I don't yeah. know. And see, in the hospital, you have support. You have respiratory yeah. therapists. You have people from ICU and ER that jumps and, and forms a team and come to see you and help you out with that person that's coding. But in this I'm case, home. it's just like, it's just you. I'm home in his house, not knowing where things are at. I have my hands and the stuff in my bag. So what can I do? So I call, put it on speaker, start giving chest compressions. I feel four pulses. There's no pulse. He's not breathing right. I'm calling 911 as I'm, I'm counting and I'm having the Jeez. daughter come in. And like, it just, yeah, it's a sad moment for the family and it, it still pains me because it's I still remember it, but it made me tear up a little bit because like, yes, this yeah. is why I became a nurse. Like, oh my god, I'm, I'm a nurse. <laughs> but yeah, that was one of the memorable moments. Yeah. Oh, you, you saved them. You saved them, right? No, I didn't. Oh. See, that's the hard thing about yeah. nursing. Like, Does that happen? You, you do all everything that yeah. you can. You do everything that you were taught mm. at these classes, and you know sometimes it doesn't work out. You did your best, but that's how life is. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. I always feel like whenever you experience that first coat, that always sticks to you and it haunts you. Mm -hmm. Dude, it haunts you. Crazy. It's like one that's of those, intense. like, yeah, it does. What was your first coat? I was, I was like, curious. What was your first coat? I never told you about it. Um, it well, was. But they don't know. But they don't know, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, we forgot. There's, not, there's other people going to be listening to this. <laughs> We're getting so yeah, I'm getting so casual already. I have fans out there that wants to know what was your first code, MJ? Oh, it was a time I was still working at a skilled nursing facility. I think it was oh, I think I was on my own for not even two weeks, and I came into work. It's beginning of my shift, PM shift, and. I saw my supervisor was already assessing this patient. So I'm like, good, okay. my supervisor's on it. I'm gonna check around everyone else because you know, at a skilled nur nursing facility, yeah. you have how many patients? Yeah. 30, 40, 50, yeah. it depends. And so I made my round since my supervisor got it. By the time I reached her, she's like, oh, 
We're gonna call the ambulance. It's not emergency. She's okay. Just bring her to her room, let her rest, and then they'll come here when they come here. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Brought her to her room, left, went to go back check on her like five, ten minutes later, she's hanging from her bed like this. Oh Pale, Jesus. And she was a big woman. So I remember screaming to have someone help me lift her to put her on the floor, checking her pulse and seeing like similar situation. She's yeah. not breathing. She's Oh my God. So I just start doing compressions. I'm yelling at the nursing assistants near me. Hey, get me an ambu bag. Call 911. Help me. And I mean, it's nice that you have help, but sometimes you also get to the point where they freeze. People freeze. Yeah. You know, you don't see this often. Yeah. And so my heart is pounding. I, I keep yelling as I'm doing compressions. Luckily, another nurse hears me, runs to call 911, and I just remember tears falling uh, as I'm doing compressions yeah, yeah, on Shoot. this woman, trying to look at her whole body, oh, seeing if there's anything else that's going on with her and noticing that her stomach, she's a tall, usually like slender woman that I remember, okay. maybe, but her stomach was bloated. so bloated. And I'm weird. Why is that? She had um, abrupt aortic aneurysm. Oh, so, that sucks. Yeah. That's one of the things that you guys can't catch. Really. Yes, unless you have an ultrasound. Yeah. And I just remember like giving compressions until other nurses came to relieve me because I felt like it was forever that I was doing these compressions. I was a mess, I was crying. And then they had to relieve me. And I remember trying to, you know, get all the other residents away. Yeah. Luckily the ambulance came in. And yeah. just remember seeing, you know, all the ambulance and the firefighters like giving her her medications and putting up all the, um, what is I can't even think, yeah, but like just yeah. checking on her and it was the longest 20, 30 minutes of my life. Dang. And I just remember going home and just crying my eyes out. And you know yeah. me, I'm not a big crier, but this just stuck to me so right. much. Like it haunts me still to this day. Just remember it. Just remember it. Yeah. I All think that. though, it's crazy. Each person that's died on my watch has always stuck. Mm -hmm. Like there's not one person that I, d I forgot. Yeah. So we've mm. both worked at a skilled nursing facility yeah. for about four years, separate yes. nursing facilities. Right. So, right. and I follow her hat. She's like <laughs> a year ahead of me, minus no. the second kid. Like, I'm determined not hey, to follow that He just that hit a year old, so you're around that time. Dude, don't <laughs> Dude, but then that's, I'm just thinking about, see, you guys are like, you guys were talking about it and all of a sudden you're laughing about it and I'm just like tearing up like, oh my God. You know, I keep thinking like, it's funny whenever I hang out with you guys and like nurses and I always feel like, okay, helping people get better, but I forgot the other side of it was, which is sometimes people die. Yeah, well, in the skilled nursing facility, um, you sort of have hospice patients there and some people are sent there to pass. Yes. And... The only thing you are meant to do for them is make Comfort. sure it's comfortable. Yes. Mm. That the family is taken care of, that they're taken care of, that they're dying with dignity. Right. Right. Do you ever feel like it's hard to 
you have to be invested in them, but also you have to you have to be not too invested so you don't take it home. It's hard not to be invested. It's mm. it's I'm still learning that. Yeah, I'm still learning that because as um as a home health nurse, I think um you want to do everything you can for for the patient, but if the patient's not willing to help themselves, I. I work closely with physical therapists and speech therapists and occupational therapists, and I'm like, I don't know what your what the plan is here. I don't know what you want me to do, um, but the patient's not compliant to this, this, and that. What do we do? The patient's not willing to get a caregiver. The patient's not doing what I told them to do. They're not taking their meds on time, or they're not taking their meds at all. They're gonna end up back in the emergency, which they do usually after I discharge them within a week or two weeks. They they're back in the emergency, but they always have to remind me we cannot save everyone in this world, and that's still it's that's hard. still hard yes. <laughs> to right. um, comprehend, let alone let go of that part because you kind of want to fix everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So part of nursing is we're educating. It's like this is what mm -hmm. we've learned. This is what we're here to teach you and stuff and you know this is we're teaching you this to get better to get healthier mm -hmm. and it's hard when you meet a patient or family members who hinders all that you know yes yes that's interesting yeah, yeah because a lot of times you can't control what they're going to do once they get home oh right yeah. right and then like behind closed doors they'll tell me i have patients that goes oh yeah i've been doing that and i'm like mm, i'm looking at your wound and i'm telling you, and that Bullshit no, radar. Not. I can yeah. tell. Don't tell, don't tell me this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's some patients like that, or there's some families that you know. It's like they're gonna do whatever they're gonna do, and I just report it to them. The this is the best part. I go, oh, MD notified, <laughs> and that's it. Hey, what's MD notified? So I I notify the the primary care or their physician, and that's my way of. Washing my hands and be like, oh, "Okay, see. tag then, you're it, you're there, <laughs> you deal with it." And then I'll get a return call from the the physician and like, "So, what would you like us to do about this?" <laughs> I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm letting you know that your patient's not taking his meds, and I don't know what else to do. <laughs> so, yeah. What, what kind of what kind of mindset do you think you should have if you if you want to be a nurse? Determination, determination, and it's really. Um, mindset of wanting to be a nurse, MJ. What mindset? Um, yeah, I, I feel I'm like, of course, caring. Yeah. Caring. But tough at the same time, too, huh? Yeah. Um, integrity mm -hmm. and being truthful to, like, I make mistakes and owning up to that mm -hmm. mistakes. Who did I make mistakes? And <laughs> you just, you know, you learn from that and you just move forward. Like there's things that like, well, moving forward, I know not to do that ever again. It, it, you're just constantly learning. Yeah. Yeah. Constantly learning. Very true. So if someone wants to be a nurse, you tell them it's important to not only do the schooling and stuff, but how does someone prep for something like that? Just go in, volunteer. Or I don't think you, you can. Do you think they? Do you think they mainly get I, it through their nursing program? I think it's something you learn over time, basically. Okay. The nursing program, you think, prepped you for it, like all the practicum and stuff. Uh, a bit. I yeah. mean, I, I feel like nursing school and out there in the nursing world is two entirely it's different. Two things. entirely oh. different things. I and do have to say, 
a lot of the nurses that I've experienced that graduated from, and not to take this away from you, but associate's degree, mm. um, they're just, they were pushed from the very get-go. It was like they were pushed to do clinicals, they were pushed to um, get their hands dirty. Um, so I'm, uh, and they're willing to learn and um, because it's a two-year process instead of like a three or four year. Um, so we don't get the theory part of that. Um, but nursing wise, like how to do certain procedures, they're very hands-on and um, my experience in working with, uh, with graduates from associate's degree seem to be more prepared in, in that sense. Like you can never really prepare yourself to that, but they're mm -hmm. more willing to learn and they're more aggressive than those that are very theory um, right. What's, what's the main difference between someone doing like just the associates, LVN, the, the, the RN? Well, the schooling and the everything. Schooling. And like yeah. For bachelors, they tend to do more managerial like type of classes mm -hmm. too. So it's not, it's training you to be that leader on top mm -hmm. of it because you could get, there's so many fields within nursing. <laughs> <laughs> This on is that it. note, take it back on that. Um, but he's so LDN, cute, by the way. He's so, his, I love his hair now. He has bangs. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Listeners, um, we're talking about Mary Jane's uh, little boy. So, um, so piggyback, piggybacking on that <laughs> note. Um, so basically, with LVNs, it's, um, I think, a, a year? If, if not a year and a half, it's not, I don't know. it's, um, a lot, ta a lot of it is like task oriented, um, with RNs are more with assessments. So ADNs are like, and critical, and critical thinking, um, and making decisions. Like that's, that's kind of like the difference between LBN and RN when it become, when you're a BSN, then it's more of like, um like she said it was like a manager like you're becoming a manager you're kind of um the supervisor of a team and like knowing the as the financial aspects and budget uh, budget yeah. <laughs> um but yeah doing but sometimes that, they sometimes they do the same work sometimes but then the bsn might the uh, the bachelors they might do a little bit more managerial type work and assessments yeah, in order to get a ma um, a manager position, you do. I think they require a BSN, if not higher. Oh, um, okay. Okay. Or yeah, but nowadays um, I'm not seeing a lot of places that are accepting ADNs, let alone LVNs. I, I work for a hospital that doesn't accept LVNs. Um, we have LVNs um, that are working with us, and they're either being Floated to do other positions, or one of them actually graduated with an ADN yeah, and now is working yeah. on, on her BSN. So okay. even for myself, who, who has an associate's degree, I am required to finish school um, or my BSN within the three years or four years of being hired. Okay. Okay. And, okay. So and the ADN, ADN's associate's degree in nursing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they're kind of requiring um, a BSN now, is what I'm hearing. How's the how's the job market like? 
I, I always hear that in nursing, it could be very competitive and some people have to work at maybe a place that you don't want to work at to build the experience. <laughs> or some people say you have to work like outside of the Bay Area and then get experience, then come to the Bay Area with that experience. Yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> Our camera is moving. It's a movie, yeah. With the kid. I just saw it movie. I assume it's one of the babies. Yeah, so when we first started, um, we were forced to kind of get jobs that we were not happy in. <laughs> I think we got comfortable. But then we got comfortable with it. Let me go get him. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I felt like even though it wasn't a position that we initially wanted, it did help us a lot. Um, it taught us a lot about prioritizing and time management, which is a big thing because that's something you learn throughout time. You don't go to school, you don't learn that at school a lot of times, it goes through experience. Yeah, hey, what about some, so I, you know, I work at a community college and a lot of students wanna go into nursing, but sometimes they don't get in the program. Would you say they should have like a plan B and, or do you think they should just keep trying? Like what advice would you tell them for those keep that trying, are trying? Keep trying, but every situation is different, I yeah. feel. Um, there's some people who could wait until they get into that nursing program. Yeah, that's when I usually tell people, them, like, how bad do you want it? If, you, exactly. if so, maybe you get a job to help your finances, then you try to get in the program. But some people decide, like, I'm just going to go into, like, public health education or something. I don't know. It depends how bad they want it or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what else it, to say to them. And, you know, and the situation, some people have family, some people don't. Some people are in debt and need to make, you know, need a good job <clears throat> to pay all that debt. So yeah, it always depends. And on any any experience is good experience. Um, I was told that once you go on the sniff, you're gonna end up in the sniff. Oh no, you yeah. don't. Don't <laughs> listen like, to I'm them. <laughs> in, I'm in the hospital now. Not necessarily in the hospital, but even Emma, she's in the hospital now. Yeah. So it's not like they have these theories that once you're a skilled nursing facility you're gonna stay there forever and it's not i think the ones that um make it are the ones that want it more the ones that really put themselves out there um and yeah it doesn't end there it just because you learn so much so many things from being a skilled nursing facility nurse um time management yeah um, passing medications as right. safely as you can. Let, let me back up. What's a skilled, um, say it again, say it again, a skilled facility nurse. Yeah. So skilled nursing facility, um, mind you, <laughs> when I was in the acute, um, subacute <clears throat> station, we had maybe 20 patients, six, like 16 to 20 patients roughly. Um, at night I had for knock shift, I had 44. And so when I had a code, mm -hmm. my very mm -hmm. first code, um, she was wanted to go to the bathroom. And, wow. and code is when someone like a patient passes. like has respiratory distress that passes out, um, doesn't have a heartbeat. Um, and so she, she basically, or this patient of mine um, wanted to use the bathroom. And then the nursing aide came up to me and was like, she's not she's not oh my gosh she's not and i'm like what is it she's like 
you need to come now. Oh, shit. Like, 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 fuck, panic mode. Yeah. Like, so fuck. I have 44 patients. The other nurses have, like, 38 or so, right? Yeah. And that this is, like, a busy, on a busy days. We have, yeah. like, 44. So I'm rushing to the patient's um, room, and she turned, she was, like, trying to blabber something. And I'm, like, she's, I think she's stroking out on me, or she's, uh-huh, like, having uh-huh. a heart. I don't know. Something's wrong. So um, she finally passes out. No heartbeat. Um, we get a, a board underneath her, start doing chest compression. Someone gets the ambu bag. We worked as a team. My other nurses was running around the hallway. What's her code? What's her code? And I'm like, oh my God, these are the nurses I work with. What the hell am I getting myself into? You would Ideally, you would have wanted them to kind of like step up and help out somewhere. They, what I, yeah, in an ideal world, they would have called they would have called 911 for me, check her cold on her chart, and start, you know, going from there. But I knew her code because if you were a DNR or whatnot, which is like do not resuscitate, um, they usually have a ban. Um, and she did it. She was a full code. So we, we did CPR on her. But, yeah. yeah, that was the craziest thing because you're like, now what? You have 43 other patients, but you can't just take a break, right? Like after yeah. that, you're all sweaty, sometimes in tears. I'm like, then we go back to like routine and like past <laughs> That's what I'm you saying. Know? That's what I'm saying. You guys were talking about one of your stories and all of a sudden you were like laughing yeah, just like that. Like and I'm still like, gee, I see someone choking on a cheeseburger. I'm like, oh shit, what do we do? Oh, the best person to have is this one. Every time her daughter chokes, though, like, come on, Belle. <laughs> She's like, this is nothing. Yeah, she's not. She's choking all the time. She no, needs to chew her food. That's there was twice it happened. And one time she told me, the second time she was, she's just so good and, like, I'm the one that, like, sits there for, like, a minute or two, like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to. <laughs> You're, like, That's thinking about like, it. Yeah, she just reacts. Like, okay, let's go. But, yeah. That's that, funny. <laughs> yeah, you actually have to work. <laughs> I like how you have all these acronyms too. I, I know I probably it's all going over my head too. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, let me know if I have to explain myself. No, it's fine. I'm like learning about your world and for people okay who want to go into nursing. Yeah, understand. the nursing students will get it. They'll be like, John's an idiot. I'm like, Yeah, I'm no, just I'm just curious to know. Yeah. I I, pe- I I read about it a little bit. Uh, and my at my work, I have to work with some nurse, nurse people who want to go into nursing. So I have to yeah. read up about it just enough to give them a gist. But other than that, I don't know anything else. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I don't know what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you, you don't know do. my job. I think you talk to awesome people. <laughs> <laughs> myself. Oh yeah, so I work. I work at the community college. I'm a career counselor. So it's basically whenever someone comes in to see me, they're just yeah. they're either not sure what they want to do. Like I don't know what career I want. I don't know uh, what major I want. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, just talk to me. Maybe they, a lot of times they just don't know what to name it. Yeah. Because they're a little kid who just plays games all day and like nice. that's called human resources or that's yeah. called like that's called this. And then also some people are looking for internships. Yeah. I, I can help them find internships. And I also work with companies trying to hire our students. Oh and, nice. Yeah, that's my I'm like a matchmaker. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, without the romance. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool, I could use that. Yeah. What's a, what's a day like, though, for you when you're working? What's a typical day? You want to answer that since I've been answering all the other questions? <laughs> like, hog, it's 
Because I assume it's not like you're having like you're dealing with people with those stories you told me like on a daily basis, right? Or maybe you are. I don't know. Your daily, your daily routine is. I don't know. It sounds boring. She calls me at two. I call her at two to vent about my life. On my way to work. That's where it starts. <laughs> That's how you prep for the work. You're like, all right, yeah, I gotta get all this shit out. Then she goes, okay, Rage, I gotta go pump. <laughs> I need a breast. <laughs> I need a breastfeed or something. <laughs> and then get reports and assess my patients. And it sounds boring. Yeah. And I see, like, it's like the daily routine, but then you'll have those certain moments where you either really help someone or went through a big, like, event, and it'll remind you again of, like, <laughs> what you're doing and stuff from where i was to where i am now i just i, I love being a postpartum nurse i get to do it come here honey <laughs> it's being like a mommy teaching them how to be a mommy all the time yeah they'll say hi for those who are watching the youtube video you can, see, you can see uh you can see bell hi hi those are the little kids if you're listening to this on the podcast go ahead and Turn it off, go on YouTube, then you can yeah, see the yeah, little kitties. Wants, she wants to hear you too. Hold on. Hello. <coughs> hey, Belle, say hi. Hi. <laughs> I'll say hi next. Uh, the little one doesn't like the, doesn't like the ear pods on his, his ear. No. He's like, get this out. Okay, are you done? All right, so I have one last question and then we can wrap up. Okay. What, what advice would you have for someone who is thinking of being a nurse? Uh, save up. <laughs> save up. Um, say goodbye to your friends. Say goodbye to your loved ones. Oh, yes, I'm ready. <laughs> Are you telling them? <laughs> I'm telling them tips of, like, what happens when you go to school. Did um, I not say goodbye to my friends? Did I not say goodbye to my love life? Yes, right? <laughs> no. Because, oh, my gosh, in our, in our class, I want to say it's just straight. You gotta sacrifice. That's what it sounds like. It, it, yeah, it is a lot of sacrifice. Got divorces in my class. Oh, really? People I got divorces. Say, yes. Because yes, one, two, three, four, four. That I know. Yeah, that's I could, at the top of my heart. When I was when I was in graduate school, I had like two internships, and you just got to do it. And I felt like a negligent boyfriend at the time, but it's like you just got to do it. I was like yeah. all eating top ramen, not watching TV, yep. pulling my hair out, trying to write papers. But it's papers. just temporary. Yeah, it's exactly. Temporary. That's yeah. what I'm thinking too. It's, it's just temporary. Yeah. And then um, I apologize afterwards that I was being really short-tempered with people. And that was not that was not easy because I had to like <laughs> repatch all those those broken relationships. But yeah, it, it becomes tough because the best thing that you can do is if you have a class that, and I was blessed with a you class. Very blessed full, with a great class. Yeah, our class had each other's backs. Um, when half of us failed a test, we all walked together because how in the world would half a class fail a test? And not a lot of <coughs> schools would like consider that. But I'm like, right. I think your teachers like are not going, teaching. If half of them. Yeah, if yeah. half of us is failing, you guys are failing to teach. Hmm. So if you are if you are showing that you guys are um, teaching us the right things and the things that we need to know, 
you can't test us on things that you did teach us in, you know? And so our class is very supportive with one another. And um, till this day, we still get together. And this That's is- dope. Whoa, hold on, let me think about this. 2018? Oh my God, eight years ago. Holy crap. Damn. We still get time together. Flies. Yeah, time flies. So we still support each other. We still call each other on birthdays. And yeah, um, having a good support. These are the people that are going to be breathing, eating with you. Like they are people you cry with. We go to the emergency department for each other. There was mm. how, how many people went to ED for chest, chest pain? I was one of them. I have to admit, I was one of them. And they, my friends, my, 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 um, what do you call that? Classmates helped me through this and probably wouldn't be here without them and MJ. <laughs> mm. Self, self, self-care is important as yes, well as, ha- as well as definitely. happy hours. I think that's the way to <laughs> Happy hour is a big thing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's cheap and it's good. But it's worth it at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, good. Um, it's a solid job, good pay. It's you're doing good go work. To New York, it's all worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I feel like everyone like has their own battle story, war story, going into nursing school and coming out of it. Yeah. 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 So it takes uh, a great person to actually take that power and use it for good. And. Um, advocate for your patients, advocate for your family. That was one thing that, you know, as a nurse, you come home and you're not just a nurse on the floor. You're at, you're a nurse at home. You're at nurse at, it doesn't go away. Yeah, it does it at two o'clock in the morning. You're getting phone calls from my sister saying, am I alcoholic (laughs) intoxicated yet? Like, I'm like, dude, Oh, they, they all get those calls. Yeah, yeah, it does not go away. Should I go to the doctors for this? Oh, my gosh. Even, I, even, at, even at the... Like, you get all these, like, <laughs> naked sex, whatever. Like, does this look normal? Like, I no. haven't got those yet, so please send them over. <laughs> oh, sorry. I've been sending, I've been sending those pigs. Uh, I thought it was, I wasn't sure if it was just a pimple. No, I'm just that's kidding. That's nasty. That's the I've gotten, but no, I have not seen those yet. It's okay. Uh, that's but, funny. Yeah. All right. Yeah. On that note, happy Nurses yes. Week. Well, hello, fans. Welcome. <laughs> We're talking about sending naked photos and nursing. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, but much respect to you guys. Uh, yeah, I think for all nurses, anyone in the helping profession, like super important, but especially in the medical field, I think it's really important. Like I feel like I'm helping people, but if I mess up, they just get misinformation. If you guys mess up, it's like, oh, shoot, that's like, people's lives are at stake so a lot of respect to you guys she was working in starbucks and i'm like if you mess up oh what someone gets a double shot you get a piss customer they could die (laughs) yeah i know so much respect (laughs) oh yeah nurses week much respect cinnabon thank you we got three cinnabon oh really (laughs) shoot cinnabon and i think they're associated with daisy foundation Ah. oh really all right. Every year we get every Cinnabon. nurses week we get Cinnabon, so don't forget that's another perk. All right. that's another perk. <laughs> Look forward to it every year. Sponsored <laughs> by Cinnabon. This po- this podcast episode was sponsored by Cinnabon. There's probably some guy who works at Cinnabon Corporate. Like hell yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> send them more Cinnabons. <laughs> Cinnabon for free for life. For, 
Filet every we, year. We work for food, though. We do. We work to travel. Mm. That's us nurses. We love to travel. We love to eat. We love to drink, have fun, and and then your batteries are recharged. Yeah, your batteries are recharged, and then like you're you're back yes. out there. Yes, exactly. Self care is important. Self care is important. It really right. is. Cheers. Cheers. It's all done. Mm. Like, see? Uh, <laughs> you guys killed it. Cheated. Yeah. That's why she was doing all the talking. I know. I know. That's why she's so relaxed no, now. She's not folding clothes dude, and everything. It's like belly and shashi, and I didn't realize it until you get us together, and I'm like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? We are our kids are us, <laughs> right? Right? My daughter's the same way. I'm like, what do you mean belly? What is what? <laughs> Zoom in <laughs> and close. <laughs> I like how I like how Ray Jean at first was like, "Oh my God, I'm doing this podcast." I was a little nervous. Now you're like owning the show. You're like owning the webcam. You're like, it's all me now. Do you see the color? It turned to like red, red. <laughs> okay, you should not play Just Dance with her. Cause she will like push you over just to be in the spotlight of Just Dance. <laughs> I did not. Yes, you pushed me and Jackie over. <laughs> all right, I'll go ahead and end the podcast and I'll just stop recording. All right, everyone. Thanks for being on the show. And Bye. take care, listeners.